Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. Oh my gosh, this is gonna go so well. We haven't even had a drink and I feel like I'm drunk. Take three. <laughs> What's up you guys? We are back again for another episode of Locals Only Cantina. Hello, Sia. What's up? Yeah. Um, yeah Shree's got this one so I'm just gonna sit back and listen I feel like I did that last time was that the the last one that I made you start yeah yeah maybe you should start well this was your idea though again so (laughs) maybe you should start it but um, before we start it though go ahead Um, we're gonna take a shot and while we take that shot you're gonna like you're gonna subscribe you're gonna hit the notification bell you're gonna share this shit on so social, yep. And uh, you're gonna help us reach our dreams of having like ten subscribers. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> something like that. Oh. Nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Something Should like I do that. that Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna drink now. Okay. okay. <laughs> there we go. Cheers. Cheers. Yum. You didn't like my arsenio hall? It was alright. Mm. It's kind of me. It was good. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and, uh, if you guys, well, there's a significant proportion of people out there that have no idea who he is. That's true. Because he went to prison and sort of like disappeared off the face of the earth for a bit there. True that. So. So you think if I do his motions, no one will know? Well, if they're our age, they will. He was awesome back in the day. Was he? I always thought he was. He had like a talk show and he did this. But I don't know that I always thought that I ever thought he was awesome. I probably did think he was awesome when I was younger. I don't know. I can't remember at all. (laughs) You must have because you're still doing the thing. (laughs) It was such an iconic thing to do, though. Yeah? Yeah, it was. Did, didn't he get locked up for like tax fraud? Or Something like tax that. Tax evasion? I don't know. I'm going to keep up with that stuff. I think he did. Yeah. Could be wrong. <laughs> Anyways, that's neither here nor there. You know, we've had a crazy ass week. Kids are like, we got a son that's about to graduate. Daughter who's been in uh, play, like this play they're just finishing up, uh, just finished up um, in high school. They were doing their high school production of Le- Legally Blonde. It was super fun. Um, yeah, they did an awesome jobs. They yeah. were rad. So we got all sorts of end of the school year uh, stuff going on that we've been up to. So we're like regular parents, Brandon. Are we? <laughs> Maybe not. Regular? <laughs> I wouldn't say we're regular, but you know. Parents. <laughs> Parents for sure. We made Which, we made people and we yeah. they live with us still and we make them go to school and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, we're actually us. that's that's the subject that Sheree was gonna talk about. So yeah, I was just gonna say to this is that. kind of going right into the subject that I wanted to talk about. So um I was trying to think about how to present this subject, but I don't know if, I don't know. I'm not the best at like saying what our subjects are going to be, but here it is. (laughs) No. No, I'm not not good at this. You could just say it. Yeah? Yeah. Just go right out and say it. Sure. (laughs) I think that that would make it really easy to understand. Okay. So what I was. (laughs) You think there has to be some like fancy way to like. Yeah. Like maybe I should say it in a French accent. No. No? uh, No. No. Okay. Like well, the that's French no peas fun. On... <laughs> we, we, yeah, no. Just spit it out. <laughs> okay. Use your words. So I thought that this was a good topic because I think everybody deals with the situation in a different way. But how much affection should you show towards each other in your home in front of your kids? Should we just? Is that the way? See, I didn't do it right. <laughs> Brian is giving me a look. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I did said. it the wrong way. I said I was going to do it the wrong way. You you threw it at me and I just went for it. <laughs> I threw it at you. And now it's out what, there. <laughs> what did you say to me when you sent, sent me the, the text? <laughs> Um, should you make out in front of your kids? That's not oh, the no. first thing you said. Should you? No, not even should you. No. It was how to be a good example for your kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it was should you pinch but, each other's butts in front of each other. <laughs> well, that's, well, that followed it. Okay. But the subject was being a good example <laughs> for your kids. And, uh, and I thought that was interesting, right? Because... People might define that differently. Yeah. Right? That's what I like about this subject. We've always thought we were a good example for our kids. And uh, our kids probably want to run out of the room and puke half the time, right? But in the long run, when they're older, the hope is that they understand that being physical with their spouse and loving them and touching them and kissing them is uh, a normal, healthy thing for parents to do. Yeah. So, dramatically different situation than what I grew up in, what I experienced. So, yeah. So, how to be a good example for your kids was a topic that she put out there. But, side note, <laughs> the good ex- example is we're kind of crazy compared to some people. And, you know, I don't know. You can decide after we have this discussion whether you think we're good ex- examples or not. Yeah, we kind of talked about this sort of a, a little bit about this in one of our first episodes actually and we haven't brought it up really again for a while so i thought it'd be a fun one to discuss and really i think what it's all about is the fact that you know the whole reason we have this name for this podcast is locos only locos meaning we're crazy right and why we decided to go with that name of the podcast is just that sometimes when you do things different than the average person out there or the average couple out there, you kind of feel like you're the crazy one. But in a way, I think we think that we're kind of crazy awesome in a little bit. Like, I don't know. I think we're crazy awesome. <laughs> well, and we do things in a different way, but I think I like it's... That. I like the name. So we lived in, you know, we've heard, if you've listened to more than one or two of our episodes, we lived in Hawaii and they're all about locals, right? Locals only is what they prefer, right? So I like to hang out with crazy, crazy people. I want to hang out with people that like match my crazy. So yeah, that was why I like the name local. Yeah. So we like it for different reasons. Yeah, because it's like my <laughs> tribe, right? Like if you're normal, yeah. sorry, you're probably not like. Well, that's what tribe. I think is so great about it, right? Because it's like the whole reason behind it, kind of having a feel of like a bar, like a local bar type of name feel is you know i like the whole cheers thing right and everyone coming around and knowing your name yeah but anyways Anyways. the reason why i was bringing that up was because um you know i think that when you do things differently than you then you grew up knowing relationships to be you kind of feel like you're the crazy one and you're doing things you kind of question the way that you do things a little bit but i think for like this whole topic, we kind of do things a lot different than most people do. And I think this is a fun one to discuss to see how you guys feel. So we would love to hear back from you guys on what, how you guys deal with this. But um, how I grew up is definitely different than the way that Brandon and I have our relationship and the way that we show our affection in front of our kids. And um, how much is too much? I don't know. How much is too little? How much is... <laughs> Well, um, that's, there's definitely boundaries. There's, well, there's well, <laughs> there's like serious like cultural shit too that come comes into play too, right? So what's too much where you live might be different than where I live. I know. Yeah. I lived in the Philippines for a couple years. Ooh, yeah. Um, I would go see people, and they lived in a little bamboo hut the size of my bathroom. It was one room, and they had like seven kids. Where do you think they made those seven kids? <laughs> it was just normal to be right by mom and dad. Right? Well, that's a little like, too far. Right? <laughs> In America, we frown on that sort of thing, and I would agree, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying, though, is like culturally, like 
there's places like that. It's like, okay, well, for the first kid, you had your privacy. The second kid, the first... Maybe, you know, you're pro- maybe you're still living with mom and dad. Right, or your, you your never know. brother and his wife might right. be in there. Who knows, right? But the first kid, you had your privacy, in theory. Second kid, the first one was still too small to know the difference. But in the third, maybe in the same. But by the time you get to s- s- seven, somebody is old enough to know what the hell's going on, right? And you live in this little bamboo hut, right? So, point being is in that culture... How much is too much is way the hell different than what you might think, right? So, yeah, we don't li- live in that culture, so, <laughs> I'm so not, we don't do that. I'm not trying to like fight for that cause. That's not a hill that I want to like die on here. Even I think like I sat there and I'm like, hmm, this is a really small house. They got like 15 kids. Where the hell were they all made, right? Like, it's well, just, it's just a different place, different yeah. time. And, and back in the day in the United States too, when it was still a new growing country and people lived in little tiny log cabins, like the same freaking shit went down, right? So we live in a different time. Um, we live in a time now where probably some of the stuff that her and I do around our kids, other people would think is weird, right? Now we're not making seven kids right in front of our other six kids. No. <laughs> but... We do punch butts and we do kiss and we do flirt and stuff like that. So I think that's what we're going to discuss. Yeah? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. See, you said it in such a way that I didn't. Episode's over. We're done. It's a record. 15 minutes, 34 seconds. I guess. No, it's kind of one of those things that even when I was a kid, I, I grew up in a home that was very non-affectionate like we didn't ever even give each other hugs like we didn't we didn't actually even say i love you a ton throughout like growing up nowadays it's different mostly because i have this guy in my life and he changed the whole way my family does things which is actually really cool because i didn't realize that families could show love in a different way like that like it was just different But when Brandon came into my family, when I married Brandon, he started giving everybody in my family hugs. And now it's kind of weird because, well, not now, but in the first part of doing... It's been a few years now. It's been about 20 years that we've been together. They've gotten used to it. Sometimes it's awkward still. Yeah, just a little bit. No, but... I grew up in a home where we just didn't do that. We didn't give each other hugs. We didn't give each other kisses. Like, we just, it was just different, you we know? don't give each other kisses either. Well, we do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't kiss my siblings. No. But, you know, it was it was kind of a beautiful change for me when Brian came into my life and we were able to, like, start giving each other hugs and stuff because... You know, it's kind of weird, but I think, like, we need more of that, you know? Totally. And There's nothing wrong with hugs. And the crazy thing is, is because I was never a part of who I was or what was even taught in my own home, like, Brennan brought that into I our friend it, groups and yeah, stuff. Well, I don't know if I've brought it in. All my friend groups have always hugged. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I see my friends, they get hugs. Um like I even a, find myself even giving in, strangers hugs, and I'm like, oh, I, I'm a hugger. Because I'm, like, weirdly like, going in for a hug, and I'm like, I don't even know this person. <laughs> I find my... So I, I find that, too. Actually, I find that a lot within, like, the... So my, my club, right? My motorcycle club. All the all the brothers in the club, like, we all hug, and that's super normal. But, like, sometimes, like, the wives are around that are usually, like... They're not used to, like, being around the club. And I'm like, oh, hey! And they're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right you know they kind of give me like a little like pat on the back but all my friends like we always did, like in high school I gave my friends hugs like that was always normal and no actually even I think... now I give my friends hugs in fact I got a guy work like in my that's trying to get into my club prospect in my club he's working for me right now and it's kind of weird actually like he shows shows up to work every day and I give him a hug <laughs> and then he leaves like we get done with the work day and I give him a hug when he like rides away on his bike right he's in a love affair without me he's in my close. club but he's also like working for me and so it's like I do have to admit I find that a little bit strange he's like kind of my employee right now and I hug him good morning and goodbye you know what I find though that strange you know what though I don't think it's as strange but as I do it like should anymore. be right because like when we lived in Hawaii 
it's a whole different world there where they actually kiss each other on the cheeks. I never got kissed on the cheek there. Yes, you did. By who? Everybody does it there. Not my guy friends, girlfriends. Maybe it's different for guys. I might kiss, well, yeah, like, like my girls, wife or yeah, whatever. girls I didn't get it from what guys and girls. So yeah, maybe it's PJ different. never kissed me on the no. cheek. No, nor, never gave you a smooch. Nor did Jason or any of the dudes I've worked with out there. Hmm, no, that's interesting. Maybe I just started kissing random men for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it was really crazy when we went back to Hawaii because, like, this last time. So. When we went back for my birthday, we were hanging out with people we didn't know very well after COVID started. Mm-hmm. And when they were all coming over and I didn't know them and they were giving me hugs and kissing me on both cheeks. And I thought it was very interesting that even after COVID, they hadn't stopped doing that. And yeah. It was very no, like prevalent. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's not something that I remember that I did. I just don't... I just can't believe that you never, you don't remember doing that. That was like the way they greet each other. They might have. I'm not saying they did not. Like, I think this is where we have a disconnect. I didn't get into that. I will but say, though. But you knew it was happening. No, I did not. <laughs> this is so weird to me. There's only, I could think of a handful of girlfriends, like wives of my friends. That when I see them, I will kiss them on the cheek, and that's just because we've like been really close with them for a long time. But that is not a normal thing that I do. I certainly didn't know anybody in Hawaii well enough that I, besides maybe one person. Well, this is so strange that you have a whole different perspective than me. I would go into meetings and I would meet random people that I didn't even know, and they would come and kiss me on both cheeks. I was a tour guide. I saw strangers every day of my life. I wasn't kissing people on the cheek, and I sure as hell. Wasn't kissing PJ on the cheek. Well, of course, because he's like your. The other guy. I was gonna say American friend, but they're my American. They're Americans. (laughs) I wasn't gonna kiss big old tatted up, three hundred and something pound bearded man with a mohawk on the cheek. That's just not what I was into, right? No. But his wife, though. I mean, I've known them since we were fourteen. I probably did kiss her on the cheek. I don't know if I remember that or not, but I wouldn't be surprised, but we've known each other forever. So I think you forgot. I think we need to go back to Hawaii and be around our friends I agree. Again. Let's go experiment tomorrow. <laughs> Let's experiment. It just has to happen so that we know for sure. Our next episode will be on the beach. <laughs> out there. I like it. <laughs> but, no, there's there are certain people that I do, but it's not a normal thing for me to kiss random people on cheek. <laughs> this this is podcast so is going totally way off base here. It totally is. Okay, so, let's bring it back. But it's still interesting, <laughs> I think. Is it? Thumbs up. Comment. Well. Comment. You get guys are lame or comment yes. I just can't That's believe you don't remember. That's so crazy. You guys, there are people that view our shit, but you, nobody ever comments on them. They do. You just don't. They listen. do? We have like three people that comment. Three people. I don't mean the like the ones we know that like send us text messages. I mean like on YouTube. Like yeah, it would be interesting. I like three people. Oh yeah, do you reply to them? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Yeah. So if you actually do leave a comment, you'll get a reply from me, even though you don't know whether it's from Brandon or I. It's yeah, from me. It's got to be from I her because I have not. Seen them. Anyways, so anyways, getting back to our subject. kissing on the cheek, giving <laughs> hugs. This started because we talked about how your family didn't hug, but now they hug. Yeah. I hug so, all my friends, but apparently I don't kiss them enough, according to Shree. No, that's not what I'm saying. Is that not it? No, I was saying, <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember that that's the way the culture is in Hawaii. It didn't I mean, happen for me. It totally did. It did not. We're gonna do. We're gonna come back with the results from this conversation. I'm more than glad to go experiment, but this is not really worked out for me. For me. Anyway. Anyways, anywho. So the reason for this conversation is I wanted to know. I. I mean, for us in our relationship, we think it's very important to show affection. Growing up in the home that I grew up, I. The little moments that I got to see my parents actually show affection are ones that definitely stand out to me in my mind. And I can count on one hand, like the moments where they showed affection in front of me, not that they didn't show affection behind closed doors and in other ways, they just never made a point of 
showing that love and affection in front of their children, which I'm the youngest of six kids, and maybe they were just sick of each other by the time I was getting <laughs> Now they're probably getting back to their romance stage of their relationship. Really? Yeah, during my, when I was a teenager, because that's when I remember seeing those times where they became a little bit more cute and romantic and you know they didn't make any more kids after you so maybe they were less romantic maybe they reached the end of that stage maybe (laughs) they don't believe in birth control i don't want to think about this let's move on to a different part of this discussion as far as i know my mom and dad were intimate four times that's it yeah let's not talk about this no but but that's the point of this actually though right that's how we were raised where we're like i don't like i never saw them touch. it's weird it's weird and it's my kids are like they touch all the time and it's weird and i don't like see it so what's what's the right way no so the reason why i bring it up with the way that my family was is i remember little moments with my parents where they were romantic with each other where they showed that love for each other and i like really hold on to those moments i think they were some of my most favorite moments and memories that I have of them growing up. And I can explain them in great detail because they didn't do it too often. Um, one of the moments being, like I remember, and, and and this actually has played a huge part in my relationship because I wanted to incorporate it into our relationship. Um, but when I was younger, I used to listen to my parents' record player all the time. And I love listening to their old records, especially at Christmas time. I'd play all like the Bing Crosby and all those old records and just listen to tons of Christmas music all the time. But I remember this one moment actually during the summer when I was listening to some of these other records and I asked my mom what her and my dad's song was when they got married. And she told me, so I went and I searched through all the records and I knew when my dad was going to be home that day and I played that song on the record player. And I asked my mom, she doesn't even remember this day, but it's like definitely one that I'll never ever forget. But I played that record on the record player and it's Bobby Vinton, Blue Velvet. And I'm probably the only one out of all of my siblings, six kids in our family, who actually knows that this is my parents' song. Maybe my dad doesn't even know me. He's just heard my mom's song. <laughs> it might no. be a thing. No, he does know. So, um, actually, I played this song, this record, and it was the one time where I remember my dad just grabbing my mom's hand and they just started dancing in my living room while this record was playing. And I remember looking at my parents just like in awe and just like in this, like, this. This beautiful, like, expression of love between the two of them. And it was just dancing, right? It wasn't like they were making out or doing anything, like, embarrassing or anything. They were just dancing and holding each other close. And I remember from that day forward, I knew I wanted to be married to somebody who would take me dancing. I knew I wanted to be married to somebody who would dance with me in my living room or my kitchen or, you know... Like, I just knew that I wanted that in my relationship. And it had to happen more often than not. And it's something that we do. Like, Brandon and I will sometimes just put on a record. Because I have a really cool record player that Brandon got me for my birthday last year. But, um, and I stole all my parents' records. So, <laughs> we have all that. <laughs> yeah, they gave them to me. But... You know, we we do that. We dance in our living room. We dance in our kitchen. Even our littlest one, our older ones think that they're too old for it. But our littlest one will sit and dance with us. And it's so much fun. And I love that I got to incorporate that beautiful moment from my parents into my own life. And it was something that I strived for. So I often think that maybe some of the things that Brandon and I show affection with in our relationship yeah. might do the same thing. I don't know. My mom and dad were dancers. I had a slightly different relationship with dancing. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah, slightly. Okay. I, I always thought it was cool that on Friday nights they would go ballroom dancing. 
I thought it was cool mostly because I could sit home and just watch movies. We'd go down to Blockbuster. Blockbuster. You guys remember that when you had to go to the store? And we I can't wear... be talking about Blockbuster. Not everybody knows what a Blockbuster is running. You're like going way old school like our studio home. And, and if my dad was the one that took me down, I could rent rated R movies. If my mom was the one that took me, like PG-13 was the best I could do. But I usually would, or not usually, but a lot of times I'd have uh, a friend of mine spend the night. We just hang out, we'd eat ice cream, and we watch movies. And um, they would go dancing, right? But that stuck with me that every Friday night they would go dancing, and that was cool. What yeah. was not cool, however, because my mom and dad also took dance lessons, ballroom dance lessons, they had teachers and everything like that. What was not cool was when I'd go to my to Home Depot with my dad and he'd be like doing the waltz down the fucking aisle <laughs> and shit like that, right? That was not as cool. But you know what is cool about that? What? That is so cool and I, I have to tell you I, why. Are you I ready? I would follow behind him like <laughs> to 30 feet because I'm like, oh my gosh, dad, will you freaking stop it? But you know what's cool about what? that? He made it, he normalized dancing for you. <laughs> Because I don't know that that seemed normal at all. No, he did. Because <laughs> we're, we're working on the house. We're doing manly shit. Brandon, get your stuff. We need to go to Home Depot. And I'm like, again? He Actually, just this, to is a, this is a thing that I learned that I didn't learn until I became like a man myself and had to like go to Home Depot on my own. Like, Dad, why didn't you just buy all the shit the first time I went, right? You can never buy all the stuff the first time. You always forget, right? Yeah. But at the time, I was like, we need to go Home Depot. I'm like, again? For real? Jeez, right? So we go down to Home Depot. We go walking down the freaking sprinkler aisle, right, to go buy some more pipe or what, whatever the hell it was. And here's my dad, like, waltzing down the fucking aisle. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I am not with this guy right here. <laughs> so... I thought it was cool that they made a point to go do it. I just didn't like to be at Home Depot with him while he was dancing around. But now you have this cool memory of your dad. <laughs> sure. Because yeah. guess what? He's He was such a goofball, and that's just who he was. I agree with that. That's true. It's kind of it is, a, it is a funny kind of fond memory now. But at the time, it was not <laughs> funny nor fond. It was like, geez, dude, we're in Home Depot. Would you stop it? But you know what? I actually think that the fact that you enjoy going dancing with me, that you do dance in the home, has to do with the fact that your parents were ballroom dancers. And Probably. they normalized the fact that men, it was okay for men to be dancers, right? Because I think a lot of men think, oh, it's just for women, or I don't want to put in the effort because it's not anything that I'll like, right? And really, I just don't think that men understand that they'll enjoy it and enjoy like what they get from that moment with the person they love yeah. by doing those things. Yeah. And I think that's something that they actually gave you in as, as you were younger that you don't realize that it, like, really benefited you because guess what if you weren't into dancing this may not have happened <laughs> yeah nothing like the side of a middle-aged balding man dirty jeans on grass stained new balance sneakers and a sweater it's adorable doing the waltz down aisle 17 of home depot with the sun and toe <laughs> 30 yards behind him. I love it. Oh my God. I love it. Stop it right now, please. But no, it was cool though. And it, it is a funny, fond memory now. But point is though, is yeah, my, my parents did go dancing and they did make a point to like do that every week, right? And my parents didn't actually always get along all that well, to be honest with you. Like we've talked about this before, I think, on this. And that's a big part of who turned me like what turned me into what i am now and who i am now right like i want to have my like i learned as much from them as who i don't want to be as who i do want to be but the cool thing about that is as much as they didn't get along all the time they still went freaking dancing every weekend and still made a point to like go out yeah. and date. imagine how different their relationship would have been had they not had that date night once a week oh man yeah you know yeah 
And I think that's kind of a beautiful thing that you learned from them is that date night was important, that it mm -hmm. actually like Absolutely benefited did. your relationship, which yep. I actually didn't have. My parents never did that. And so like, I think there's like the good that comes with seeing your parents do those things that you don't realize that you'll add into your own relationship. And maybe that's the whole point of this conversation is maybe we need to have like a little bit more affection in our homes with each other because our kids will see that affection and they'll want to have it for their own relationships later in life. And that's really, truly what I believe and why I love taking moments to like when Brandon's cooking to walk up, like walk over to him and give him a kiss and like be a little bit more affectionate, you know, because I want our kids to see that. I want them to want that in their relationship. I want them to think that that's a normal thing in a relationship and to continue to create romantic situations no matter what you're doing during the day, right? Yeah. Because that's what makes it fun. I mean, if you think about when you were dating and all the things that you did when you're dating, like kissing in the kitchen would have been really fun while you were dating, right? So why not keep doing it while you're married yeah. 20 years later, you know? Yeah. And so when Shree's in the kitchen cooking or whatever, doing whatever the hell, she doesn't have to do anything specific, but <laughs> hanging around and I walk up and I, I'm not a monster. I warm up my hands so they're not cold. Not a monster. So they're not cold. I warm them up, then I wind up and I smack her in the ass, right? I do that in front of the kids too. And they think, dad, and, but at the same time, you know, they're like, someday they'll be like, dad could never keep his hands off mom. That was rad. You know, what's funny about that is even our friends from parties know that what that means. When Brandon starts doing this, I, I start running away from it. <laughs> sometimes he smacks a little hard, just a little bit. You like it. <laughs> it may be a fun little game we play, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, but I do remember there was another moment that I saw my my parents and it doesn't even have to be huge moments that happen you know like seeing my parents dance to their song like it didn't have to be that big of a thing for me to be moved by that moment and one of the moments I remember because it didn't really happen very often because my parents kind of when they would watch tv they would sit kind of further away but I remember one moment my parents were sitting on the couch together and they were just talking and I was in the kitchen, and I could see them from the kitchen. I don't think they even knew that I was in the kitchen, actually. But they were sitting on the couch, and they were holding hands, and they were giving each other little kisses, like not making out, but just like giving each other little kisses. And I just thought to myself, like, that's beautiful. Like after, because I remember I was like a teenager, and I'm the youngest of six kids, right? So they... Like, it was a long time since they'd done that. <laughs> you know, I I remember a time when we were at your parents' house. We've been married for several years by now. Like, we had kids and everything. I don't remember how old they were, but we had kids for sure. Probably all three of them. For sure, two of them. But I remember we were, like, laying on the couch, like, snuggling and I had my arm over you and... I remember your mom walked up and was like, oh, geez, you guys, would you act like you've been married for a few years? <laughs> and to me, I took that as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Well, that's one of my favorite things when we go out is when we go out on date nights, a lot of the times the waitress or the server or whatever, they'll come over to our table and they'll be like, you guys are so cute. How long have you been dating? And we're like, oh. 20 years? <laughs> We've been together for quite a while, right? Not quite 20 years. Almost. <laughs> Almost. But that's one of my favorite They're moments. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's even cooler, I guess, right? Yeah, they're like super surprised. And I actually, funny thing is we went to Vegas a couple months ago for a wedding. And I actually have it on camera, somebody coming up to us. Because we were on the dance floor and we were having fun. And I had my camera on and I was videoing us. Because, I don't know, I like to video us doing fun stuff together. It's just like, it's my, my happy, like real that I get to actually watch later on you know but I remember in the video maybe I should post this because it's kind of funny but we're dancing on the dance floor and this girl comes up and she's like 
you guys are so cute. You're the cutest couple ever. <laughs> this was like three months ago. And it's like, how cool is that? That after like 20 years, because we keep that play happening, you know, like we keep playing, we keep like having fun together and people see that and we don't do it for other people. Like, and that's the fun part about it. And I think that's what I want for my kids to see. And that's why it's important for me to actually have those moments where we show affection because I want them to know that that's normal, that you should keep that romance going always. And it's for you. It's not for show. It's not for the kids. Like, we don't do it for the kids. I don't walk up to Brandon and be like, are the kids watching? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, don't kiss me yet. Like, wait till they come in the room. You know, it's not like this thing that we plan. It's just keeping the romance alive and... And realizing, like, there's this hot guy in my kitchen, and I want to go up and kiss him. And, like, you know, it's just us playing still, you know? It's having fun together. That's my whole point. Those, yes. <laughs> kiss I don't know. hot guy. <laughs> but that's the fun part about it, right? Like, I think sometimes especially, like, in your relationship, if this hasn't been a normal thing, it's going to feel very mechanical at first you know but I think it's definitely something that you can add into a relationship if it's not something you're doing and, and don't just do it because you think your kids are seeing it do it because it's something fun <laughs> no don't, don't on purpose do this in front of your kids. Just, that will get awkward just live. <laughs> especially if you haven't done it before and you're just like are they watching okay wait you're not don't touch me the kids aren't home oh okay don't touch me the kids aren't home right now no just like live like that and just yeah. don't be shy to like be affectionate in front of your kids because they need to have that example in their life. Yeah. And I hope for them as they get into relationships, they'll realize how much fun that is and how the fun of it is to just never let it stop. And sometimes that's hard. Like when you've been married for so long and you get angry at each other and you have like all this baggage, you're always going to have baggage. If you think, and if you think it's going to be perfect that there's no issues in a relationship, you're going to be very surprised in your relationship. But keep it fun. The only and problem you have is that you think there's not supposed to be any. That's a, some profound shit. I heard that from Anthony Robbins. Yep. That is profound. And most people these days do think that, right? And I think that has to do with the fact that we're, like, always catering to everybody to make everything so perfect for everybody. You know, it's kind of like those participation trophies that I'm, like, so annoyed with. <laughs> You're so annoyed I'm with? very annoyed with them these days. Are it's you? Maybe another conversation. Sure. No, no. go. <laughs> because last time I got annoyed with them, you were like, keep your mouth shut. What? Don't be annoyed. I've always been Whatever, annoyed with participation happened, trophies. Happened like just a couple of days ago. What? I'm Tell not me. gonna go into it because you told me to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I did. Not. You did too. It what? To do with, we were at a performance. Mm-hmm. It was for a different reason. That wasn't for like a real reason. Well, it was. Of course, it was. No. It's always for a real reason. <laughs> it's always for a real reason. <laughs> they don't want to make anyone feel special so nobody feels bad, right? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm on the same page with you there. I'm saying my whole reason for saying not to say anything was for another reason. Well, I know. So nobody gets their feelings. No, hurt. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yep. We're sharing this with our, our okay, okay. family here. Okay, this is our family, all 10 of us, yep. no, <laughs> including we us, including us. On the last one, we got like 65 views in a couple of days. Yeah, that's true. That's that may not cool. seem like a lot to some of you YouTubers <laughs> out there, but for us, that's a lot. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. No, I yeah. just, the reason why I was saying not to say anything is because my daughter and I had been having a lot of conversations about participation trophies, so I didn't want it to be like this big thing it was just kind of a cool it wasn't even really a participation trophy it was just like it wasn't even a, it wasn't even an event that sort of like had, had no it was trophy. just like this like but it was a thing to take had. home yeah, right yeah. nobody was gonna win like this best prize or it anything. was not a contest at all no. <laughs> but they did they did hand out 
trophies. Yeah, just for a momento. But we just had a joking conversation about that. But still, it's like, (laughs) yeah. Anyways. No, I've been angry about it because of what are... I actually am going to have a conversation about this at a later date. But I think that there's just been a lot of weird things happening with COVID and they've like reverted to that type of thinking where everybody just should be winners. Right. And I just don't think that it teaches leadership in any way, shape or form. Are you talking about like the end of school stuff? Yeah. So laziness on the teacher's part. Yes. I'll say it right here in front of the world. Lazy bastards for teachers. And what she means is that so graduation from, no, I get it. It's all it's elementary school, right? But I had a graduation. She did too. During COVID, they started these drive-through ones, right? Where you drive through and get your little friggin' diploma from sixth grade or whatever. It's continuing on, right? Yeah, they Free haven't stopped it, and I'm so angry about it because and my she sister- was like, "Well, this way everybody feels special." It's like, no, you're just lazy, and you guys don't want to plan this thing, right? Which is crazy because in my email that I emailed her, I laid sure. that out. I was like, yeah. "I'm all these are the reasons why I don't like this." So and it's like, like, what are we not going to have a valedictorian <laughs> in in schools? Like, is this because we don't want to like elevate yeah. somebody above the rest of the class? It's like, no, people can feel special because they excel. That's fine. And here, you guys may feel different about this, but I have to, like, hear me out in this. The people that feel different about this have tuned us out long before (laughs) now. Long before now. (laughs) But hear me out. They hate me. Hear me out about this whole thing, right? And this is what I laid out for her. It's like, if everybody gets the same award at the end of the year, or nobody gets to hear what other people's awards are, how do we actually get to support our friends who are showing leadership. One, that's one of the things. The other thing is, is how do we give these kids opportunities who really work hard in school, who really try to get the best grades, who really try to put like a huge effort into school, like they should be rewarded for their efforts. You know why? Because those kids who are not trying very hard and you guys will say, oh, well, not everybody comes from the same place and have the same family. Guess what? Those kids who don't have amazing support from home sometimes are the ones who actually rise above the rest because they know that they have to work harder to get to the level that other kids are. And those are usually where the leaders come from. But if we all do a drive-thru and we're going through this drive-thru and nobody gets to see any type of leadership. The thing is, is they totally could have an event where they all sit in chairs and walk up. But no, they want to have a drive-thru because it's quick and easy. They can do it and they can sit around and not have to get up and do anything. They are lazy. We're way off topic. (laughs) The teachers are lazy. (laughs) COVID allowed them to be so... Let's go back to where we were. Well, before. I think I think that they're trying to use it as an excuse so that they don't have to do that. They're stuff, lazy right? fuckers. I've got a friend. I'm sorry, you know who you are because you're my friend and I love you and I think you're awesome, right? But I go to the gym. A friend of ours also goes to the gym who happens to be a teacher. I've even had these discussions with her at the gym. She showed up one day, and I'm at the gym, and we're working out, and I'm like, my kids are at school right now. Why are you not at school right now, right? <laughs> she doesn't want to be at school any more than the students do. Teachers are just as lazy as students, only they're being paid for it, so they have to like be there for a certain amount of time, right? But let's be real. They don't want to be there any more than the students do. Well, I don't. I so, don't think that all teachers are that way. I will say that. Mm, no, I, will, are, I will say she's got well, a little crew of teachers that okay, work that work out there with but, with her, and they all feel the same way. I had this discussion with them. Okay, but let me just bring this into perspective. Who likes a, to go, even if you even if you love every aspect of your job? Who I'm, likes to go to work? Agreed, right? <laughs> so I, don't just like. Don't just like pound on the teachers. No, no, no. But that's a hard job. I would rather not be at work also. 
However, I am making the point yes. that them doing this little drive-through bullshit is yes. just them being I agree. lazy. I agree. I agree. They don't want to do it. They don't want to plan it. They don't want to have that set out all the seats and do the thing and make the kids feel special. They just want the fucking school year to come to an end. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I have an issue with what she wrote back to me. Is she saying that it's all about making everybody feel special, right? That's and bullshit. Here, here's the thing that's a problem. That makes the school right? year come to an end nice and quick and easy and she gets yeah. to go, go, go home. So, but here's the issue when that, when when it really comes down to it. Our kids don't have anything to strive for. They don't like look forward to being a leader in any type of way in these types of situations, right? And they're gonna be like, oh, one day they're gonna get a job and guess what? Those same teachers are gonna come along and give all of those same kids promotions in their job so that nobody feels like they're not getting that participation trophy, right? Like everybody's gonna get paid the same. We're teaching our kids not to be able to compete in a real world. And that's the thing that I really am upset about is our kids need to realize that I don't want my kids to go out into the world and think that everybody's going to get the same pay. Everybody's going to get the same job. Everybody's going to get like, it's not okay. the way the world works. Anyway. Let's tie this into relationships to where we were before. Okay? <laughs> also, not everybody. You told me to go off on it. That was your fault. This is something I've been like really angsty I know. about. And now it's time to bring them back and we're going to stick with the same okay. topic. Okay. Also. Relate all relationships are not created equal. Also, right? You don't get to have a participation trophy in your oh, relationship. I like that, babe. You don't get to. I like it. Right. You don't get to. Um, you either kick ass at it. You either try hard at it. You make an effort. Yes. And you win at life. And you like do the things that now by win at life, I don't mean like you're going to be a bajillionaire and you're going to have a Lambo in the driveway. I just mean that you are going to like do what you need to do and you're going to be happy and take care of your family and your relationship the best that you can. That's winning um, at life. That's winning at life, right? If you can fall asleep <laughs> at night comfortable with where you are, then you're good, right? That does not mean you won't have any stresses, right? Like, okay. Anyways, but you don't get to have a participation trophy okay if you're gonna have a good relationship you need to work at it you need to excel at it you need to have a we had a discussion a couple weeks ago about like sex right like do you need sex in a marriage to be successful absolutely you do right like you need to like have a bitch in sex life you need to go Hell out on yeah. dates you need to have date night you need to like be a good example yeah. for your kids you need to not be afraid to be affectionate around the house right there's no participation trophy when it comes to relationships. You need to excel at it. And when you excel at it, you are going to stand above the rest. That's just the way the world turns. Does that make sense? Yeah. And Is that good? Yeah, I love it. And, and it all takes practice, right? So have fun in the practice. I think that like say you're in a relationship and you don't have these things already set in place maybe you don't already kind of have that flirty lovey every day right well guess what the first time you do it your partner's gonna be like whoa 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 what's happening what do you want like what's going on right you know but the more you do it and the more that you create that as a norm in your relationship the more it will be reciprocated, the more that you'll be able to get from that relationship. Be the leader in your relationship and start showing more of that affection. Start showing, start playing more, you know? Even if you've been married 15 years and like you just kind of become like this mediocre relationship, start adding a little bit of spice into your marriage. Like start playing a little bit more, start having fun with each other a little bit more and adding that into your relationship because that's what takes you from being a participation trophy to winning in life and having your best life and I'm always like I always talk about like wanting to live your best life now and it really has everything to do with what we were just talking about you can either sit by and just just accept your participation trophy for having a heart that beats and a brain that semi-works, but that sounded rude. <laughs> the semi-works? <laughs> but like... Your brain semi-works. Semi-works, you, you know. Because no. you're, you're a little special. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean like... A little simple. Like, 
Like, take it from a blah, blah life, a blah, blah relationship, and step it up a level and make it the greatest Why would you story not of your life. want to? Because it's hard. It's this work. Is the thing it's that not I, something I've ever done before, Brandon. This is the thing that I have a hard time understanding. Why would you not want to, right? Because it's hard. Sometimes you piss me off, Brandon. And I sometimes I don't want to do those things for you. Yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> no, I do. No, but that's real. Guess that's what? real. You piss me exactly. off too, right? Exactly. That's what um, I'm getting at. But still, why, like, what's the alternative, right? Do you just stay pissed off forever and then your life's miserable and you suck? Or you do, do you, like, overcome shit and you just, like, do the best you can, right? But, no, like, excel at it, right? And by excel at it, do all the things we've talked about in these shows before, right? Like... Be sexy, be attractive, be fun, do the things, go out. Like, if you don't like to dance what she does, like, fucking suck it up and learn how to dance, right? Like, I don't know. You, there's no participation in trophy. You have to excel at it in order to have a long, healthy, enjoyable relationship. And here's the thing. When it comes down to everything that we're talking about and and the end of the day you are living your love story you're living your love story what is your love story going to tell about you as a couple and it's not for anybody else you're not trying to show off for anyone else it's about the relationship that you have with one another it's your love story this is for you this is for you to live your best life this is for you to become this amazing thing with your partner that maybe nobody else gets and that's what it's all about because it's about who you are with that lights your fire and you light their fire you light the fire for them also yeah and other people can see that right including your kids right and that's kind of bringing it back to what we were originally trying to discuss here but one of the movies that and I get it I will just go come out here and say this. I like chick flicks sometimes, okay? But one of the movies that I love that, that like expresses this, right, is The Notebook, right? And people are like, oh, The Notebook's so gay. Well, you know, whatever, right? Um, it's a great show, actually, okay? I love it. And these people, these, the, the, she, she and him, they like freaking light each other's fire, right? They don't get along. They clash. They, they argue. They fight. This and that. Or they have family issues like they all this stuff right but they seem to be the ones for each other right don't have any delusions that your life's just going to be like perfect and great okay you're going to have issues we all have issues there's drama there's fights there's this there's that but let me t tell you something if you didn't get emotional about shit or if you don't care about the person you wouldn't get emotional about shit and I've had this discussion with Sheree before, right? Like it's like we get emotional. We get emotional about this shit because we care so much, right? And that's what you see in that movie, right? They're like they're just like they butt heads all the time, but it's because they fucking love each other so much, right? You know. So that's the thing, right? So don't be confused just because you fight. That 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 means that like your relationship's no good. Sometimes you might be two assholes that shouldn't be together. <laughs> yeah, there is that too. That's up to you to decide, <laughs> right? But just because you're emotional about shit does not necessarily mean that you don't work out well. Um, and there but, is the other side of that too, right? Because if you're not showing your love story to your children and you're just two assholes living together, you might be showing your kids an asshole way to have a relationship. Oh, to totally. Like if you're just miserable as a couple and you stick together longer than you ought to, that shows another example to your kids. It's probably, yeah. So make sure the example that you're showing your kids is a loving, affectionate example, because you don't want to show them how to be assholes in their own relationships. You don't want to pass that assholeness off no. to somebody else. You know, even if you're not the asshole, even if it's them that are the sometimes asshole. you might be the asshole. <laughs> sometimes though. you don't realize you're the asshole. And we've discussed this before too, right? But anyways, we're going we have an extra like 10 minutes yeah keep going i'm just saying we're getting 
We might be getting a little confusing at this point. No, no. I think no? it plays into it because so? we're talking about the example we set for our kids. Yeah. And whether if you think that you're not being a good example or you are being an example, well, you're being some sort of an example. You're so always being an example. <laughs> understand you're that you're being, being watched. An example to some degree. And right? if you're not having fun and playing and like enjoying and your, your love are, story, they are seeing and listening and watching what and your you're kids doing. are more resilient than you think though right so yeah. like i said there were lots of like awful things that i say awful that makes it sound worse than it ought to be there were lots yeah. of things about my parents relationship that i did not love and i do not want to repeat yeah. and i learned as much from them as who i want to be as who i don't want to be right um but we're always like we always we're always like scared we're like fuck up our kids your kids are more resilient than you than you know, yes, and they're they are. watching you, and they're gonna take the good, and the hope is that they take the good and they leave the bad, right? And we don't say this that's, because that's we're like perfect at it, right? No, no, we're <laughs> we every now and again, I'm just like, what the hell did we do? Like we kind of well, mess this up. That's right? what I really try to do, like. I there's things about my mom and dad's relationship that I like I don't ever want to repeat. There's other parts about their relationship that I want to like absolutely incorporate, right? Mm -hmm. So my hope is that my kids will do the same thing. They will. They'll take the good. They'll leave the bad. But make the good really good. Really good. Yeah. I mean, how amazing is that? Can we talk about the this actually? Here's something that. It's just a thing, okay? Even though you're not in the same room, you're not making more kids in the same room, but like there's six other kids, like I talked about in the Philippines. There's couples out there that won't have sex when their kids are around. Like they, in their home? Period? Yeah, like because they might they might make noise and their kids might hear it. Your kids know, especially when they get older and they're like teenagers, they already know that you have sex. <laughs> So just do the things. They have. <laughs> you don't have to be like rocking the walls or what. They have. Well, if you are gonna rock the walls, rock the wall. <laughs> they have earbuds. They got like what's the the Apple things the AirPods. AirPods. Um, I'm not. I, my kids have AirPods. I don't. Minor <laughs> minor school candy because I buy the kids the expensive shit and I don't have the expensive shit. Sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> but they got TVs. They got music. They got stereos. Do not like sacrifice that part of your life just because there's like kids in the house. Yeah. They don't need to be in the same room. They don't need to see it. But they don't might be, afraid be to, like, completely horrified for we have, the rest of their lives. We had some friends at one point in time, and we we had this discussion where where uh, the kids like they, I guess, the wife would make more noise than maybe some right, and the kids would like knock on the door. Would you stop it? And they're like, Hey, do you want your parents to be like married and like? love each other long term or do you not because this is what it takes right like don't be ashamed of that <laughs> i'm not saying they have to see that it might be a little extra for some of you but i'm not saying they have to see it and witness it but i do know people that will not have sex like actually it's it's, it's the divorced ones actually so they have the kids like yeah. half the time and they're like well we just don't have sex when the kids are around i'm like why not that's super they're in their own rooms you're in your own room you're adults like they're old enough to understand right you know so in my opinion don't stop that just because there's kids in the house i know we don't i just don't want to think about them (laughs) i am certain (laughs) don't say this out loud (laughs) i am certain and you guys can fill in the blanks right but no and they're fine they're fine. Yeah, they are. They are. They're fine. No. And my theory is they're going to have a good re- relationship moving forward with their chosen partners or spouses that they pick. Yeah. No, I think that it's all encompassing, right? Like all the play, all like the fun that you can have together as a couple. Like your kids need to know that you guys have that in your relationship. And it's important for them to know because if they don't know, they know something else. 
you're either I always like to tell my kids I'm like if you you got to make a decision because even not a non-decision is a decision right so even if you don't choose to actively play a part in your love story your kids are going to see the opposite of your love story so just realize like do you want your kids to see your relationship being awful that you're both assholes do you want to want them to see that your relationship is just blah like there's no love there's no fight there's no nothing there's no passion or do you want them to be able to see that you guys are passionate about each other that there's love there that like you're the only one for your other for your partner like how amazing it is is it going to be for your child to be able to see you actively loving your partner and I think that's what I want for our kids you know like that's the thing that those moments that I saw my parents like one of the other moments that I saw with my parents was that we were on vacation and my my other siblings didn't get to see this because I got to go on more vacations than them haha <laughs> sorry about that but um when, so you're, you're <laughs> when you're the youngest you get to do stuff like that but I remember being in Mexico with my parents when I was in high school. And I remember we had this hotel room that was overlooking the beach. And I was in the hotel room and I knew my parents went down to the beach. And I looked out the window and I saw my parents walking hand in hand in, uh, on the beach. And kind of just having their own time together, their own moment. They didn't know that I was watching them. But it was kind of a beautiful thing. And... I take, you know, I feel like my relationship and the way that we deal with things is a lot different than, than some of my siblings and even Brandon's siblings. But um, I think you learn a lot when you're the youngest and you see kind of a good and bad from your siblings and from your parents, you know. But those are moments from my parents where I got to see them actually loving each other and showing that compassion and that, like, that passionate like desire for each other and I think it's kind of beautiful it's kind of fun to be able to peek into that and I remember those moments and I incorporate them into my own relationship because of those moments and sometimes it can be the opposite maybe you don't see it and you like want it more you know but I think being able to show that for your kids is is a big thing because they realize that it actually is real like it's not just in the movies it's something that they can have in their own relationship. And I don't think there's too many opportunities that they get to see that. So just be you. Don't like make it a show, but just be you guys. Be who you're going to be because this is your love story. And your kids need to see that there's a love story. Yep. Not just your kids, but the people around you, your friends your family yeah we don't we don't stop loving each other and whoever we're around no and when if it's something that's not super natural for you in your relationship once you start doing it it becomes natural and you should normalize it i think yeah normalize it don't let it be something uncomfortable like make it be a normal thing and have fun with it that's the fun about it like don't be disgusting (laughs) I'm not saying like make out everywhere you go right but just don't be afraid to like show affection yeah. there's lots of people out there and my parents I would say were some of them that they danced I knew my dad thought that my mom was cute he would say stuff like that he probably did more than others do actually you know when it comes to like loving his his wife right but there it, it could be excessive you could make all your friends sick and yeah like, right like i don't think we do the, that i think we have a good balance i hope we don't make all of our friends sick <laughs> we should friends. have some of them on and let them tell us yeah 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 we should <laughs> no um no but just like just I think we've said all we need to say. Yeah. Have fun. Don't hold back. Show affection. Let your kids see it. 
Let your friends see it. Be the example. Honestly, just be you guys. Don't and make have them fun. all puke in their own. Yeah. Don't be like too much. Yeah. Too much can be gross. But definitely like you don't need to like seem asexual when you're around like your kids <laughs> or your friends or anything like that. Right? <laughs> I think that's the other extreme of it, right? I guess I, I do know couples like that. They're right. Like, oh. I I do too. <laughs> If you were to hang out with them, they're like sitting like they're like arm length apart, right? You know, and they're like super asexual. Like that's that's not cool cool either. I I know I like like we've got some friends that we've got a friend that just kind of got not kind of did get divorced and she's seeing someone else. And when she was with her ex, like they were kind of asexual all the time, right? When they were around. You know what I mean? Now she's got a new boyfriend and they're like, he's posting shit about her on Facebook, how much he's like a lucky man and this and that. And it's like, hell yeah, like make her feel good. You know who, 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 who I mean? No. No, they ride motorcycles. Or he does. And she's experiencing it for the first time. We'll talk later. Good friend of yours. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay right. sorry, sorry. But it's cool, though, right? Because yeah. she went from this experience where he, like, yeah. her ex never showed affection. Yeah. To now, all of a sudden, she's with this guy that, like, totally, like, loves the shit out of her. And, yeah, so uh, make it not only, like, here's the thing. And this is why I say let it be natural. Don't, like, try to make a show for your kids because it's got to be very genuine. And when you're genuine with your partner, all of a sudden it just becomes this natural, normal thing that you do. And your kids benefit from seeing that because of how beautiful that just is, right? And and it's an amazing, beautiful ride that you get to have when you can be that for each other. And, and just the, just, having your kids and your friends and your family or whatever being able to witness how amazing you guys are together because it's normal and it's it's about you guys it's not about showing it off it's about you guys and that's where it really means the most absolutely so we are going to call this and quit for now yeah and you know when you show affection for each other so much you might want to end it with me I know we're going to. I don't know about you guys, but we are going to. But um, yeah, absolutely. Like, have fun. Yeah. It's all about the play and having fun and being you guys. There is no need to calm down just because you've been married 5, 10, 15 years or more. 20? 20. Going on 20 years. Yeah. Have some fun. Okay. Anyways, peace out. Love you. We will see you guys next time. Love you. See ya.